Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. If you have been paying attention to the news, you know how badly Lake Mead is receding. Tom Skilling, who joins us tomorrow, is actually working on a report, and that includes part of the reporting he did when he went out there about a month ago, and he was even stunned by it. I mean, we're seeing a World War II boat emerge, several bodies emerged, and there's been a lot of talk as to whether these bodies are real-life Chicago mobsters. Um, John L. Smith is a longtime columnist for the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Um, John, do you think this third corpse that found, it, well, Lake Mead is receding, is a missing Chicago mobster? Well, I think anything's possible, of course. And, you know, as you know, the history of Las Vegas and its association with folks out of Chicago, uh, certainly uh, anything is possible. However, uh, you know, it's a big lake and a big town. And uh, a lot of folks disappeared on that lake who fell out of the back of boats, uh, who just uh, drowned and were never, and whose bodies were never found. That happened recently. Uh, the body of a 22-year-old woman uh, was recovered after she fell off a jet ski uh, earlier in the year. So it, it happens there. Uh, it's a big body of water, even though you are right. It is receding at a rapid pace. Uh, and it's uh, it's really a surreal experience for someone like me who's, you know, born and raised in this area and it's, uh, remembers the lake in a, at its most robust. Yeah. So, well, you can't explain the body and the oil drum as an accident, right? <laughs> no, I, that, that person must have had tremendous timing falling off the falling off a boat and right into a barrel. Uh, so, you know, Barnum and Bailey couldn't have done it better. Uh, the uh, uh, no, actually, this is uh, this is uh, the one uh, corpse found or remains found so far that authorities believe is a victim of a homicide. I think that uh, bullet hole in his forehead is probably a giveaway. Uh, on that. Uh, this is the one that uh, people have focused on because, uh, uh, again, Metro Police uh, investigators and uh, now FBI forensics is looking at it. Uh, the the uh, body traces back to uh, an estimate of late 70s, early 80s. Certainly, there was plenty of, uh, of uh, homicide uh, going on in Las Vegas associated with organized crime in those days, and uh, as well as a couple of interesting disappearances. Yeah, wasn't the the body in that oil drum, it still had clothes that were reminiscent of the 70s, right? Yes, uh, that, that's uh, one of the things I think that was the the first to give away for, uh, for Metro investigators. Uh, you know, the clothing certainly dated to that era. Uh, but, uh, you know, that was that was just one element. They started a forensic analysis right away and called in the FBI within a few days. Um, you know, to, for them to use their their uh, facilities. And and what has been other than just the um, the mystique of the Chicago mob and its connection to Las Vegas, especially as you said during those big years when uh, it was all mob connected? Um, why do you think it keeps coming up that these bodies might be Chicago mobsters? Well, one, I think it's a pretty good story. <laughs> you know, it, it it speaks to the kind of le- legend and mythos. Uh, surrounding Las Vegas and Chicago uh, and the outfit uh, era. Uh, But you also have a couple of interesting disappearances associated with that era and associated with the Stardust 
Hotel, which was, of course, depicted in, in the Scorsese epic uh, Casino. Uh, you know, one was a, a fellow named Johnny Pappas, who was very close to management. Johnny was out of Chicago uh, and uh, definitely connected. Uh, he disappeared, body never found. Uh, he also had an interest uh, in a marina at the lake. So, so there's some, something there, uh, perhaps. Uh, another guy was Jay Vandermark, who worked in the uh, slot uh, coin room, basically the coin count room, where millions of dollars in slot coin was counted and undercounted as the mob skimmed out of the uh, uh, casino. As the story goes, Vandermark was also keeping some for himself. That was found out, and uh, he supposedly ran off to Mexico. Well, he was never found. No body and no letters back home. So uh, those two disappearances made, uh, I think, people think that, well, perhaps after all these years, you know, something is surfacing literally and metaphorically uh, in connection with those disappearances. Well, and DNA will tell us, correct? I think so. I think it has the chance to, uh, you know, uh, that is probably the best hope. Uh, I have interviewed members of the Pappas family uh, who, uh, you know, were when this story broke, were interested in uh, perhaps uh, uh, the potential for a kind of closure. I mean, after so many years, really nearly 50, uh, you're, you're talking about uh, family members that have gone on. Many have passed away. And uh, without ever knowing whatever happened to their their father and and their their brother. Interesting. Uh, mob activity still exists in Las Vegas. Sure does. Yeah, you know you have different kinds of organized crime on the street. Uh, folks, uh, you know, it, it reminds me of some of those old days. They're trying to imitate uh, uh, yesteryear at some level, I think. But uh, you know, in big cities everywhere, you've got an element of uh, of organized criminal activity, especially with uh, so much narcotics flowing on the streets. And then, of course, whenever somebody decides to do a movie, uh, like to the scale of Casino, that certainly makes the tie and drums up the interest. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, you know, that's, let's uh, be frank here. There's a romance that about Las Vegas. You know, Hollywood has captured it. Uh, and at one level, of course, there's also historical accuracy to some of it. And then the rest of it is just, uh, you know, the, uh, the Robert De Niro crime family. Um, um, sorry. <laughs> I appreciate you joining us. We always uh, we're always intrigued by what you write, and uh, and uh, you're saying that perhaps these are not mob connected at all. Yeah, that's that. You know, it's as I say, it's more likely to be a, a, a husband who got out of line, or some bully from a bar, but uh, or a drug deal gone bad. Uh, I, if I were betting, I would bet that direction. But uh, but uh, who knows? I guess we'll find out someday. I'm I'm sticking with the mob connection for the guy with the bullet in his back and the 1970 clothes and the oil drum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you Let, might be onto something. <laughs> have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks. You too. Bye now. His name is John L. Smith. He's a longtime columnist for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Our journalist, Steve Bertrand, has your news next on 720 WGN from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. WGN.